What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 31 of Super Nerd Pals, and we are your pals. I'm your host for today, Chris Sampson. And- pals better have my money. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Keep going, Chris. I'm sorry, I don't I- need to distract you. <laughs> Stan, you're, you're, you're ridiculous. All right, well, I'm your host for today. My name is Chris Sampson, and joining me this week, as always, is Stan Gadurski and... Doom! Doom! <laughs> And Annie Carasquillo. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's up? Everyone yeah. had a good week? Yeah, I guess. Guess? Well, why so glum? Yeah. Because it's a full semester, man. I'm going back to school. That's right. How, so, not excited at all? Or just getting... I'm vaguely excited. Well, I mean, you submitted your... I'm excited. I'm excited to finish. Yeah, you but submitted I, your I have application to, I have to go for uh, spring 2016 graduation things on Facebook. Yes. I saw that. Ooh, so okay. eyes on the prize stand. Yeah, I just got to get through through this, and then I'll be good. How about you, but, Andy? You know, I've been working like fucking beast. Yeah, we're all busy. I've been doing like weird-ass overnight shifts. It's cool, though. It's done. It's all, done. All the fun and games of the summer months are over and now we're all going to be super busy and like grumpy on the show every week <laughs> we're going to change the change the name to Super Grump Pals yeah <laughs> but that's what Sad Samurai Friends is for Super Nerd Grumps Super Nerd, super nerd Grumps Gramps, and it's about our grandparents and we just talk about like Golden Age and Silver Age comics and how it's better than New 52 no man it's just it's just going to be our grandparents replace us Okay. <laughs> so, so Chris, your, your grandma's going to be on the show just chilling, talking to Stan's grandparents. I remember when grand- they first made Spider-Man. <laughs> I hated him. SpongeBob reference. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on with the news. So, one of the most exciting things that happened this past week, the official Star Wars Instagram account released a video. It was a short teaser. It was only, what, like 10 to 15 seconds long? Uh, it was A lot of it was footage that we've seen before, but lo and behold, at the end, the coup de grace, it's Finn wielding a blue lightsaber, uh, assumingly it's Anakin's lightsaber, and oh my gosh, so reactions. How awesome was that? You see this, Andy? I did, yeah. Um, they showed Finn with the lightsaber on the poster that came out at D23, so I kind of knew it already, but seeing it in action was really cool. There's a bonus thing that I noticed that I don't know if anyone else has noticed. Maybe that's just me making connections where connections don't exist, but since I've been reading the Star Wars comic series, I noticed that Luke wears a jacket that's really similar to the one that Finn wears in this clip with the lightsaber, and this is the coat that he wears after the award ceremony at the end of uh, New Hope, and I'm wondering if, if maybe Luke ends up pulling an Obi-Wan at the beginning of A New Hope and just dies and Finn takes his lightsaber and his coat or something from like his storage from his storage yeah he's got, like Jedi storage or something I don't know Galactic Easy gotta... Storage I'm, I'm thinking of like like a stop and store on like some comet passing, passing by the planet and you're just like I must go Luke left me his keys to his fucking storage closet um, He's got old bottles of blue milk like, <laughs> on the shelf, like way past the expiration date. 
I didn't I didn't realize that connection. Yeah, that was uh If you look at his coat and you look at Luke's coat at the end of um, A New Hope, they look really similar. It just Finn's looks much like worn in. Could be. Chris, look at it. Okay, I I mean I'll look at it. Look it up! Oh yeah, I will then. (laughs) God, so pushy today. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But uh I uh there's been a lot of cool theories uh online about Finn being like a a force sensitive former stormtrooper that either he defected from the what's it called? Not the not the Empire. God, the First Order, or that the Jedi uh, extracted him, or you know they bailed him out. That would be so cool if he he, he was like uh, another one of the next generation of Jedi. Uh, look at the post right now; that's really badass. Mark Hamill was so goddamn young here, and now he's like psychotic Joker. It's a little different; it's got red on it, but you see his his sleeves. It's a little different, but everything else is like the exact same. Look at that stripe. Yeah. Uh, it looks like an... Yeah. Like, you can modify a coat, right? You can put some red paint on a coat. <laughs> you can do it. I'm sure you can do it. They it's have slow. the technology. It looks, it looks very... Sl- I mean, you go fucking take the Millennium Falcon into space, you can put red paint on a coat, I'm sure. That's no, I, I'm no, Stan. Red paint's a, a valuable commodity in, in the Star Wars universe. You know? It's very, very precious. Many botanists have died to deliver this can of paint <laughs> to Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Did you hear this other theory where, um... No, it wasn't a theory. I think J.J. Abrams uh, made a statement about it. He said Kylo Ren isn't a Sith or Sith Lord. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. I, I didn't. It, it makes sense because if Vader and, and Palpatine are dead, like, who can teach him to be a Sith? Well, isn't Palpatine, like, cloned somewhere? That's what so I that's, heard. You're thinking, you're thinking about Extended Universe. You're thinking about EU, EU that doesn't exist anymore. Or Legends, as it's called now. Is that where I heard that from? I don't know. Uh, I remember reading somewhere about Palpatine showing up in that movie. That's what I heard. Or, or like, like, in, like a tie-in comic. Like, he gets revived like, later. Yeah. Or clo- yeah, that's, um... No, like... Like, like for canon, for the new, the new continuity. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we should set our sources. Or maybe just include it in the show notes later. I mean, we're not... We're not saying that it's real. We're just saying that that's what we've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, Dark Empire. I don't know if you heard about this, but it's when Palpatine come, it, like, his force, his force ghost, like, possesses a clone of himself. He's got like a bunch of clone bodies from the clone technology from the Clone Wars, and he comes back and Luke's like, you know what? I'll be, I'll be Dark Side for like a few issues. And like he, he becomes yeah he becomes um, Palpatine's like uh, second in command. What the fuck? Yeah, he becomes like a bad dude. I, I never really I didn't read it. I kind of want to read it because of you know Luke turning to the dark side, and then he needs his like power friendship to come back. Power, power friendship. friendship. What is this fucking fucking like my like My Little Ponies? No, it's like a you know friendship. Like, friendship is magic. Every no, Yu Gi Oh man, Yu Gi Oh power power friendship. Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> The, the, part of the cards. Part of the card. You know, they, they they all put their hands together, take a sharpie, and like you know, draw a smiley face. <laughs> Basically. Or even better, they take a lightsaber, put it on low power, and just scald or just cauterize the smiley face into their hands. That shit doesn't oh, come no, off. That's ever. a little too dark. So, all right. So another thing that we need to consider is is if this is Luke's say, if the blue saber is Luke's saber, and the and the blue saber was initially Anakin's saber. Luke loses that saber in, in the middle of um, Empire when Vader cuts off his hand. Mm-hmm. 
and that that saber is presumably missing. It, it's gone, lost in the Cloud City, I think it was. Yeah. And um, Luke makes a, a new green lightsaber. So where did Finn get this lightsaber? If it's if it's the same exact lightsaber, like what what the fuck happened to this lightsaber? So that's something to consider. Like, did somebody recover it? Did the First Order, like, take it as one of their trinkets? Maybe they're collecting, like... Well, also, also, um... Maybe they were just selling it on the black market. Yeah, maybe some... The black market in their... In that universe is, like, fucking... They're, like... They're over-obsessed with lightsabers. So, are you saying that Finn was like, Eh, I'll go to the black market. It's it's a Sunday. I got the day off. That it's very possible that, like, someone bought the lightsaber and, like, Finn just maybe found it somewhere. Or maybe Luke, maybe Luke ran into someone, or just said someone who was selling it. Or maybe Luke even tracked it down. Or maybe the First Order has an armory filled with all these, like, trinkets, like Vader's helmet and the lightsaber and stuff, and they worship it. Maybe Finn, like... Was like fuck you guys. I'm taking this shit. I'll see you later. Oh, that'd be so badass if like like the first Luke, scene we can see. Can I borrow your coat? It's like Finn defecting. And he steals the lightsaber and he he uses that way to cut his way through stormtroopers and escape. And he, then he ends up on the, that sand world. That'd be awesome. It's his first lightsaber, Jakku. right? Not his second one. Yeah, Jakku. yeah. Luke's second lightsaber is the one he builds himself. Green. That's the uh... the green one. Yeah. Yeah. I I think. The storyline for this movie is shaping up to be cool. Just to see a stormtrooper become from being a stormtrooper to being a Jedi is like a cool like um, evolution of a character. So I think it'll be cool. Is Mark Hamill? Is he only Hamill slated? Schmammel? Yeah, Hamill Schmammel. Is he only slated for one movie, or is he going to be in the the rest? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm so like, curious or so weird. Ben Kenobi was in like more than the A New Hope, and he died. So. Force ghosts, you know. Would you That's be? Um, would you be satisfied or cheated or disappointed if he followed like, the same character narrative arc as Kenobi? Like he just transcends to the next level with the Force and I mean, sacrifices himself. It would, it would be poetic. It would be poetic when, when considering the fact that um, how how extensive do you think Luke's role is even going to be in this new trilogy? It's it's about the the younger characters, you know, like. The reason why they killed Ben Kenobi is because he didn't have anything to do for the movies. And they would just have him around doing nothing in the background. Which almost feels like what, that's what Luke's going to do. He's going to be there, and, and what, is, what are they going to use him for? It'll be like the start of the hero's journey. Like that pivotal moment where Finn's like, I will take on the mantle for, for real. And you know, I have something to strive for. And Which is kind of why I actually, as much as people hate them, I really like 1, 2, and 3 for the simple fact that... Yoda's in it a lot, and Yoda gets a lot of screen time. Yoda's my favorite Star Wars character. Really? Yeah. Alright. So, and it makes me sad that Episode Seven's not going to have Yoda. Because he's dead. Tier two. He's gone. I know Yoda's he's dead. He's done. No, he's part of the Force. What are you talking about? He- <laughs> Yoda's going to possess one of his cloned bodies. Duh. That's funny. It would be like... The, the Exorcist is set, with, and set in the Star Wars universe. Like, all the Jedi ghosts start invading and possessing bodies, and they're just fighting through them. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. You guys are weird. What? what why, why say that? Come on. <laughs> We're your friends, Stan. Jedi's not gonna be possessing nobody. That ain't gonna happen. Jedi's gonna be possessing everyone. It's gonna be the Exorcist movie, but... 
Except instead of being possessed by a demon, they're possessed by Yoda. Exactly. And they speak in tongue because Yoda speaks like backwards as fuck. Do Yoda impression right now. No. Do Yoda as a, as a clone ghost. <laughs> Do it. I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> Do it. It's not the Jedi way. Uh, okay. You can or you won't? I can't. And <laughs> if this was an audition for a Star Wars movie you know you would I mean that's it I'm right fucked you would be right, kicked Chris, out of Lucas Films and escorted off the lot you do it Chris <laughs> give me your Yoda ghost as, as a person possessed him uh. <laughs> uh, I can't oh my gosh what happened Chris I what happened oh, I thought on. you were a fucking get, man at this I'm on the spot hold on okay and I wasn't <laughs> Like, we set this up before we recorded, like, yeah, Andy's gonna do a Yoda impression. No! You gotta be put on the spot on the show, that's the point. Go ahead, go for it, Stan. Me? No, it's Chris's turn. No, fuck you, go. No, it's Chris's turn. Chris See, do it. everybody wants to back out. Chris, I am shiny and chrome. I, I don't know. See, he did it. I don't know, that was really bad. I'm sorry, I made people's ears bleed. I'm horrible at impressions. Stan. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Why'd you sound like Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Guys, just say we're, we're gonna. I'm be- not a voice actor, right? I do my best. At least I, at least Chris and I tried. You didn't even try. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, we just lost. Like Zoinks, Master Yoda, we gotta get out of here! <laughs> Back to the Mystery Falcon! The Mega. Mystery Falcon. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for your meddling Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Andy. I, just... I can just I can just imagine like one of uh one of the people there uh that the Scooby-Doo gang is trying to capture. They're like, it's Palpatine. Yeah, it's like now we'll finally learn who who the um, Darth Sidious is. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. Gee Willikers. I mean, he does nothing different. All he does is get like really, really pale and more and, wrinkly. <laughs> he and, like yeah, a and more wrinkly. That's all he does. And he's like Fred. Kill Shaggy. <laughs> get me out of here. You know you want to. Your training will be complete. Do it, Freddy. Is his name Freddy? Good. No, it's Fred, right? Yeah, Fred. Freddy? Freddy? Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, Freddy. It's Freddy, right? Yeah, Yeah. the one with the ascot. No, it's Fred. (laughs) Fred or Freddy, I don't know. (laughs) It's Freddy. Now I sound like fucking Watto. Who? Watto. Watto. Oh. (laughs) Any... Now you turn to Mario. <laughs> no! I no, want to! Because if you turn to Mario, he'd be Brooklyn as hell right now. Go ahead, turn to Mario real quick. I want to turn to Mario. You do. I went from Yoda to fucking Scooby-Doo to Shaggy <laughs> to Palpatine, and now you want me to do Mario? That's your trademark. No, to Wado too. Oh, too good. You're right. Okay, well... It's comedy gold. Uh, Freddy, get me out of here. I give you coins. <laughs> I free your mother from the slaves. 
<laughs> Shaggy, you want to pod race? <laughs> Why? Why is Freddy's mother slave? Velma, I have your glasses. <laughs> Let me go. I give you deal. Let me at him. Let Daphne, me at I like him. your dress. <laughs> he has nothing to offer Daphne. <laughs> he just likes your dress. <laughs> I mean, I mean that'll probably get Daphne to untie him. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm gonna untie you now. Anyway. <laughs> You guys have anything else to add on the Force Awakens bonanza we've been we've been going on? I hope Watto's in it. I hope Watto is in it. I'm really excited for the movie. Can't wait. It's only a few months away. We're gonna do a round table. I know, of course. Exactly. That'll be like maybe our end of the year special, depending on when this comes out. They're doing a whole month in I think IMAX. it comes out I think it comes out um December eighteenth. Do you you think know that they reserve IMAXs for like a whole month just for Star Wars? Well, they, they that's should. Amazing. I mean, that's that's one of the best ways to watch it. You know? We should go. We should try to see it in IMAX. I'm so with that. Yo, I should come up to New York and see it with you guys. Chris, drive down to New York. You for mean drive up? Drive up. And we can go. <laughs> drive somewhere. Just get here. All right. To go down. Just drive, stop. Chris. Yeah. Because nobody in New York has a license, so we can't drive to you. Man, oh that's fine. I love new. I love driving. I love. I love going on road trips. So I'll try to make it up to you guys. You know, we'll. You love a lot of things. You love driving. You love road trips. You love naps. Yes, <laughs> but not the same time because that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to drive and nap for God's sakes, Chris. That's what they teach you he in the five-hour class. He it up because he thought about it once. He was like. <laughs> It's a long road. There's no cars on it. <laughs> if I wonk out for like 20 seconds, I'm sure I'll be fine. Nah. If, I, if, I, if, it, if I'm really... I mean, usually when I'm driving, I'm really good about staying awake. I mean, there was only one time usually. where I had to go pull over on the highway to like some rest stop. And I had to conk out for like 30 minutes. I was just... I was probably awake for almost 48 hours. And I was on the road. Are you Jeez. a truck driver or... You know, you know... <laughs> Back in college, I used to do like road trips all the time, like literally all mm. the time. So, um, I kind of where would you road trip to? Just like all up and down, like the East Coast. I just go, I go to like Pennsylvania, New York, or you know, back to. Yeah, just be like, yeah, today's a Maryland type of day. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Super Nerd Pals, your number one Chris Sampson podcast. <laughs> <laughs> your number one and only. <laughs> anyway, okay, cool. The Star Wars, we love it. We're we're excited. Yeah. Uh, Moving on. Next piece of news: uh, Nintendo's breaking sort of new ground with their amiibo because Shovel Knight has been. I see where you got that from. Say that again. What Shovel Knight? He yeah, just he does not he did not catch that. <laughs> breaking new ground. He did that Shovel purpose. Knight. Oh, uh, I did not. Uh, you didn't do that on purpose. No. I did that was so perfect. Purpose. That was so fucking perfect. You didn't plan breaking new ground, Shovel Knight. No. I just did it off the cuff. Zombish. Did I steal your thunder stand? Or, or? Congrats. I'm just, I'm just pleased. I'm very... Okay. <laughs> Golf clap. Golf clap. Alright, well, there you go. Now I can chuckle every time I replay this podcast and <laughs> remark on that one, one moment of co- comedy genius that was totally inspired by the gods. Anyway, 
Um, Nintendo. We'll be at my wedding, and Chris will be like, "Remember that time I said breaking new ground?" It's a guess, Chris. We remember. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Nintendo, for the first time, they're they're announcing an amiibo for an indie title. Um. So yeah, Shovel Knight's really popular. It looks really cool. Uh, have you seen? I assume all of you have seen screenshots. Oh yeah. yeah. So Jinx. you guys gonna? Is is it already? Is it already out for uh, pre-order, or has it just been teased? Not that I know of. Okay. No, it's just been teased. I was hoping for a double announcement that Shovel Knight would also be in Smash. It felt like it would be almost obvious, you know. I feel Knight. like it will. We haven't seen the base of the Shovel Knight. It's purple. Oh, it's like custom. They like have their own version mm. of it. I I heard today, which is fucking retarded, if you ask me, uh, that the um, the Animal Crossing amiibos are gonna be Black Friday only. That's that's what that's gonna be horrible. People are gonna kill, yeah, and legit kill each other over those. I really, really, I don't care about any of the other ones. I really just want the fucking Tom Nook. Amiibo. K.K. Slider for president. <laughs> K.K. Slider at 16. No, we need that that one. Uh, K.K. Slider Rossetti 16. Who was who was the person that you had to write a, a letter to? Bill? No. Um. <laughs> so that that fucking the that, dude who like that Porky son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know his name. He that some ham guy. <laughs> Why? I wouldn't vote for him. No, I'm saying um. They should make an amiibo out of him. I don't want an amiibo of him. I'd burn I'd, him. I'd buy it and give it to him. I'd burn him. <laughs> anyway. Dude, are you familiar about that? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Please explain. It was, it was probably before you joined the show. It was just... I played Animal Crossing for a couple of weeks, and there was, like, this guy... I, I built a bridge, <laughs> and we got a new guy who moved into town, and he decided to build his house right in front of the new bridge I built for the town or something. So every day I would, like, collect garbage from the stream and mail it to him with, like, like <laughs> I hate you, get out of my town. Because I'm the mayor, so I'll be like, get out of my town, you, like, ruined my bridge. And he never moved, so I quit the game. Your rage quit? Can you, can you I haven't split? been back to... Poor, I have not been back. Oh, protect your house, defend experience. your castle. You gotta go back and lay siege... And salt his land and burn his house down. <laughs> salt his land? So it can never grow anything ever. We're in the 1800s now. We're going to salt people's land. Yes. Chris is so, like, where does that even come to your mind? Like, I'm going to fuck up his, I'm going to salt. Have you ever salted anyone's land? Not yet, because I'm an easygoing <laughs> guy. I'm waiting for the time, the right time to salt someone's land. Someone crosses me. And it steps over the line, bring out the salt. There you go. <laughs> you see Chris walking down the block with a, like a sack of salt on his arms? Oh, shit. <laughs> and then you're going to get those neighbors, you see that guy? Don't fuck with him. He'll salt your land. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I lay, I, lay, I lay salt upon your earth, and I will hold this grudge until the end of time. And you will you will grovel and weep, and I will triumph in glory and, and hysteria. It's gonna be awesome. I thought I was a bad man. <laughs> this guy, he's got me beat. Chris for president, 2016. Samson oh, yeah. 16. You guys gonna be my my running mates or my cabinet? 
Yeah, bro. These nuts is already running. These nuts. <laughs> pretty sure you got a. I'm pretty sure you got a shot now. We're gonna we're gonna go, we're gonna run independent, a third party, and then you know we're gonna take down the Dems and the Republicans and New World Order. <laughs> And just salt the lands. <laughs> salt, salt the entire From shore United to shore, States. we shall salt the lands. There's gonna be no more war if Chris was president. He's just gonna, like, fucking fly over whatever country we're in a war with and just drop a shitload of salt just all over their land. That's it. And then just leave. Chris Sampson's salt king. Salt king. <laughs> it's like, throne of, like, salt. Just <laughs> like doom. I should have a assault rifle. Hey! Oh no, that's, that no. that one he can come up with. <laughs> but the shovel knight one, no. Oh, Chris. Now we have to move. That's on. your one bad joke. <laughs> you get one. I'm limiting you. Okay. Sorry. Not sure. Anyways, that's all right. I I. For my own amusement, I, I enjoyed that. No <laughs> uh, regrets. Alright, uh, Shovel Knight. <laughs> I love Shovel Knight. Have you guys played Shovel Knight? That's on my to-play list. Shovel Knight was almost my game of the year last year. It was. No, Persona Q was. I know. I'm saying, I'm, like, like, it was one of your almost. Yeah, Persona Q was, like, probably my... It, it won, but very close with Shovel Knight. So Shovel Knight is great. Super excited for the Amiibo. I'm totally buying the Shovel Knight Amiibo because it's because Yacht Club is is making it. I feel like it won't be hard to find. How pissed will you be if it's exclusive? I feel like if it's exclusive anywhere, it's going to be their website, Yacht Club Games. So I, I'll buy it through them. I don't care. I would just love to have the Amiibo, and I'm wondering if they're going to put in maybe. Mario Maker support for oh, Shovel Knight. Oh, definitely. Because it seems obvious to do. And um, Smash. Smash. That's where I want it. Do you... Because Shovel Knight's on the 3DS also, right? So yeah. do you think that the Amiibo will have unlockables yeah, for the, the 3DS? Yeah, the Amiibo is supposed to have exclusive unlockables for the Wii U and 3DS version of Shovel Knight. Well, the physical copy's coming out soon. Yeah. I'm definitely getting it. I might get it. I still want the physical copy for PS4, even though I own it on PS4. I have it on 3DS. I also have it on PS4 Vita. So, Stan's just fucking buying the shit out of Shovel Knight. <laughs> it's a great game. Did you play it? I'm serious. I'm going to. Good. When it comes Wait, out, when does the it. physical copy come out for PS4? It's like, uh, I think in said, a few months. Two months. Guys, I, I gotta say, this fall, also, this fall, we're all gonna be baked, bro. There's so many good games coming out. Plague Knight DLC is coming out for sure. I mean, I mean, this week alone, what came... Uh, Star Wars came out. Uh, Disney Infinity 3.0. And I really want that. Then Metal Gear Solid. What was the other Mad game? Mad Max. Uh, Until Dawn. Until Mad Dawn. Max. Like, the fuck? Yeah. I'm going to be broke by the beginning of September. And then next month, you're going to have, like, Assassin's Creed Syndicate and... Um... And, uh, you mean you're gonna have Assassin's Creed? Okay, I'll have it. Oh, did you did you quit on Assassin's Creed? Possibly. Holy shit, that's crazy. Possibly. You were all into Assassin's Creed for a while. I was. Now you're done. You're out. Well, we'll see how Syndicate plays out. Yeah, fuck that. I my, stands completely done. Assassin's Creed for me ended at Rogue. That's it. That's all I wanted. Ragui. 
Ragui. Chris, you play Assassin's Creed Rogue? No, I haven't. Uh, I, 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 I stopped playing um, with uh, the last one with Ezio. Which one was it? Assassin's Creed? You didn't play Black Flag? Revelation? Yeah, Revelations. I have Black Flag. I haven't you played didn't... it. That game sucked. Black Flag is the only Assassin's Creed game you should play. Because pirates. Black Flag? Pirates and shit. No, pirates. pirates. It's not and even ships. that, but like being able to to like to just sail all over like like it's fucking awesome. Sail, you conquer land. It's fucking amazing. You I cover, love that game. You cover treasure and shit. <clears throat> Doing that shit was uh, so fun for me that I still haven't beaten the story. Like I'm one mission away and I refuse to do it just because you I want to sail around. The shit. Yeah, I always get lost at sea for like hours. And Rogue had the exact same gameplay as Black Flag, except I didn't want to do any more sailing because he's not a pirate. You know, it only felt right when I was a pirate playing playing. But Rogue was good in that it let you play as a Templar, and I, I enjoyed the narrative. But you weren't a pirate, so no. You weren't a pirate, so I didn't want to sail. I just, I just want to play through the story and see what it's like on the other side. And once I saw it, I'm like, I, I don't need to play anymore Assassin's Creed. I don't want to be an assassin anymore. I want to be a pirate or a Templar. That's it. Can you be a pirate Templar? That'd be you, awesome. If you want. But what about you? This is, up, this is about you, Stan. Me? A pirate Templar? I don't know. Because no. pirates are like, fuck them all. Templars are like, fuck everybody but us. So a pirate Templar would be like, fuck them all. No, I'd be like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as a brief aside, do you guys hear uh, about the Assassin's Creed movie where Michael Fassbender, he's going to be the assassin? He's not going to... Uh, it's a brand new assassin. He, he's not Ezio. He's not Connor. <clears throat> I can't remember his name right now. Are you guys even remotely interested? I'm going to see it. I have to see a trailer. Because okay. I'm not... I'm the biggest fan... I. I really liked Assassin's Creed 2, and I really liked Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And I wanted to play 3, but I never played it. 3 is really good. I wanted to play um, 3 just because of the American Revolution. It has a slow burn in the beginning. Once you get past that, when Connor's a kid, once you get past that, you're good. Hmm. The, the ship battles suck ass. And sailing is not fun at all. Hmm. And um, But you rarely do it, so... I played a little bit of uh, Liberation. That was pretty cool. Liberation was alright. You uh, got to play as, like, kind of Batman. You were, like, a socialite during the day, and then at night you were an assassin. Yeah, it's really weird, because you get, like, the slave clothes, uh, you get the rich the rich clothes, and then you get the assassin's clothes, and they all do, like, different things depending on which one you're wearing. Yeah, it was interesting. So, moving on, let's... Let's not make this the Assassin's Creed podcast, because nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Alright, last piece of news. Hawkeye, a.k.a. Uh, Jeremy Renner, he went to town on like Twitter or other social media channels and leaked a whole bunch of concept art for Civil War. Alright, so there's a couple pieces of art. There's one really cool one where it's Cap and Iron Man uh, rushing at each other, and there's like a huge giant lightning bolt going down the middle. That says Civil War in the background, uh, and they're, they're teasing all new costumes for Cap and Iron Man. There's concept art of Hawkeye and his brand new costume, and it's this really cool tactical purplish, bluish, and black costume, so I, I feel like this is the closest. Let me, let me just also 
make note that his costume, his new costume looks fucking amazing, and it resembles, like, comic book Hawkeye the most. Exactly. Like, this is as close as we're going to get to And Ant-Man's on his shoulder. Yeah, it's so, it's so bad. Like, I just want them to go, I don't know, it doesn't matter if it's going to be, like, the next movie he's in, but I just want him full out purple Hawkeye costume. That'll be so badass. Um, I want the mask. Yeah, definitely. So here, here's the roster for Cap. It's from left to right. You have Ant-Man, Hawkman, or well, Hawkman, oh my god. <laughs> Ant-Man, Hawkman, Catman, wow. Black Widow-Man, Widow Panther-Man, War-Man, Sheen, Vision-Man, Winter-Sold-Man, oh, Hawk-Man. They also show Redbird in the background. Red Man, Red Man, Red Bird, Red Man, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Doctor Dre, Eminem, Fifty Cent, Wu Tang Clan, the RZA, <laughs> featuring the RZA, Insane Clown. Posse. I mean, for all we know, for all we know, um, the real enemy, yeah, Insane Civil- Clown Posse, <laughs> Insane Clown Posse. Good addition, Chris. Yeah. Are they on Iron Man or Cap's side? I'm curious. Oh, no, no, they're team up with Thanos. Oh. <laughs> they're like his henchmen. Exactly. All right, so that's, uh, that's for Cap. So for Iron Wait, Man... imagine... Now I'm thinking of, like, Galactus and his heralds are, like, the fucking insane clown posse, and they're, like, all silver, and they come to, like, Earth to be, like, you're all doomed. <laughs> Only the Juggalos are, are safe... I would love to see that. Let's get in touch with some Juggalos and uh, make a movie. <laughs> Let me just go through my Rolodex to find the Juggalos. Uh, uh, anyway, so for Iron Man's team, you got War Machine, Black Widow, Iron Man, of course, Black Panther, and Division. Uh, I think that's all the art that was released. But what you no, guys... I noticed Spider-Man's not in this. Yeah, and uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Man. So I'm just going to make a statement that he's probably not in it because Spider-Man flips between sides. So Yeah, he switches sides, which is probably why I agree. I agree with you. That's oh, I'm sorry. Just a, uh, just a correction for, for Cap. It's not Black Widow. It's uh, Sharon Carter, Agent 13. So I guess like the daughter of... Sharon Man. Sharon Man. The daughter of Peggy Carter. Who's yeah, that in the background? There you go. That's Red Man, right? With the wings? <laughs> yeah, that's Red Man. Red Man. Okay. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of all that. I would like to see I would like to see a Civil War movie with just like all like everyone from rap. Like all the all the like the big rappers on like two different sides. It sucks because Like West Coast and East Coast. West like, Coast and East Coast. Civil War. I feel like we're not gonna get um we're not gonna get any images of Spider Man anytime soon or ever because you just want to, like, hold that out. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. No, I want to fucking see Spider-Man. You know, they... That's all I care about. I mean, Hawkeye over here just leaking every, everything, so you gotta, you gotta, they gotta keep some things on wraps and keep some... Yeah, I'm gonna things. follow Jeremy Renner on uh, Twitter. He's, like, Leak Master. Leak Master Leaks. Is that his? Is that his name when he joins up with the insane clown, clown policy? No, or? that's his. That's his new Twitter handle. Leak Master. Leak Master Leaks. He's like, arrows. How do they work? <laughs> Watch tomorrow. His whole feed is gonna be like ICP. 
just, just like uh, a thousand new followers, all juggalos. <laughs> and he's gonna change his uh, his just bio. A, just a thousand. His bio is just gonna Five. say all juggalos 100, 000, all the time. A hundred thousand. Increased by a factor of ten. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cool. All right, so Civil War. We're get excited for that. Yeah, I'm really excited for Civil War. I can't wait. Yeah, you just yeah. want to move on to comics? Yeah, let's, sure. let's do it. So who wants to start? I guess I'll kick it off with Spider-Man. Uh, well, Spider-Verse. So this week's, uh, well, this month's issue of Spider-Verse was pretty much um, last month's issue. I remember talking about it. It left off at uh, with Peter confronting Gwen Stacy at a grave. And uh, Peter was saying that he lost his powers. So this issue pretty much wrapped up, like, that Peter lost his powers, like reestablishing that, and Venom actually comes chasing after Gwen Stacy, who's working for for uh, Norman. He was just supposed to go get her, but he saw Peter Parker and like lost his shit, which was amazing. And then uh, he started attacking Gwen, and then Gwen was just pretty much making fun of Peter for not having powers, which I thought was amazing. And uh, you find out that the reason Peter lost his powers was something to do with Norman and uh, that Peter was in hiding because of Norman, right? Did you read it? I read it. Norman's fucking insane. He's always insane. Yeah, but this, I don't know, I felt this was a little too insane. He's like trying to take over Battleworld. And then... He has this, like, fucking chair where he, like, talks to Doom and he talks about killing Doom. Yeah, he's, he's trying to use this, the great web as, like... And apparently Spider-Ham knew about this the whole time, but his explanation <laughs> for it was, like, I don't know what the fuck humans do. I thought that was normal, yeah. I really like that aspect. I like Spider-Ham. I, I have this feeling that every... Well, it's not a feeling because it's actually happening. But every major villain and every other tie-ins are all trying to take down Doom. Every single one of them. You read Future Imperfect, that's what Maestro wants to do. He wants to take down Doom. What does Thanos want to do? He wants to take down Doom. What does Norman Osborn want to do? He wants to take down Doom. There's so many people trying to take Doom down. I mean, but she, he's God Emperor Doom. Yeah, but, like, she's getting real. <laughs> I don't know how long he's going to last. I'm Especially just, now that Doctor Strange is dead and... His lieutenant, yeah. his best lieutenant, like I mean, gone. Yeah. What really hyped me up for issue three was uh, Norman pretty much said he was going to suit up to be the goblin to go after uh, Gwen Stacy. And Thor popped up to the other Spider-Man. Wait, which Thor? Like Lady Thor? Uh, yeah, it was a female Thor. Okay. Is, which? I don't It was just like some random Thor, I guess. Yeah, it was a Thor. She was just like, step away from the chair. That was pretty much it. Um, I really, I really like that this followed Gwen around a little longer than, than like other issues do. Because other issues kind of, I feel like they all revolve around Spider-UK a little bit. But this one felt more towards Gwen. And it's really interesting to see because Gwen doesn't know Venom or Carnage or Symbiote. So she was like, why didn't this fucker, like, let off my spider sense? What the hell is going on? I'm so confused. And Peter's like, yeah, it's Venom. You know, we got history. And he kind of, like, brushes off Venom. And uh, Gwen takes down Venom 
relatively fast, which was that's pretty bad. Surprised me. How'd she do it? She she took like a meter, like one of those meters that you pay for with your car, and she like smacked them over the head and dipped. <laughs> she like left with Peter, and she was like, "If there's anything I learned, you hit them with something that's not your fist, and you run." Yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly what she did, that's and great. then uh, she she took Peter to a uh, to a guitar shop. And Peter was like, the fuck are you doing? He's following us. And she was like, chill the fuck out. I'm a drummer. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then she plugged in a guitar, uh, put the amp all the way up, and then, like, strummed it as he was coming in. Nice. And it kind of, like, took him out. And then Peter punches Eddie Brock and knocks him out. But then Peter complains that his hand hurts. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good issue. I highly recommend this series if you're... If you were a fan of Spider-Verse and you want to continue it any further, it's fucking good. And it's going to set up Web Warriors after Secret Wars is done. Well, Web Warriors is already a thing, but... No, the comic series. Web Warriors. Yeah, they already have a comic series for, uh... No, that's Ultimate Spider-Man, but the actual, yeah, yeah. actual Web Warriors is going to be the continuation of this. Yeah, that... I mean, I'm following that it's shit. Just, it's the Spider-Core. I'm following that shit 100%. Follow yeah. any Spider-Book. Gonna try to. I don't know how much money I'm gonna have after all these fucking games and shit are coming out. I'm only one man. I'm only one man. Between comics and games, I'm gonna be like fucking poor. We started this podcast broken and it hasn't gotten any better. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So recommended Spider Verse? Yes. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. Who's next? Just the hell yeah seal of approval. Do you want to go next, Chris? Hell yeah, I will. So, continue on with Old Man Logan's worst. Day ever, I have. Is issues. it really fucking continuing as a bad day? Yeah, it's like his worst year. Yeah, to be honest. I mean, it's it's not really clear how how much time has elapsed. I feel like we're on like issue four right now. right? Yeah, it's issue four. Four, I, it's four it, months. To me, it only seems like the course of maybe like a day or two, maybe three at the most. But like Logan's Logan's day just got even crappier. So. At the end of issue three, he ends up in the world of Armor Wars. So everyone's wearing an Iron Man suit because there's a Technovirus going on. And Iron Man's like, hey, let me get a sample of your blood because your, he- your healing factor can help us. Also, another Thor showed up to take Logan down because he's breaking all the rules by hopping in between all these worlds. <laughs> Logan gets the shit kicked out of him again. And he ends up... Grown <laughs> uh, into this this prison universe. I mean, we've already seen Ghost Racers, so, that, so that's one of the prison worlds. This one is the worst of the worst. This one is called um, the Deadlands. Because I mean, he wouldn't be having a bad day if he didn't end up in the worst of the worst of prisons. Exactly, exactly. And this is uh, I, I, he must have Logan has the worst karma ever, but. <laughs> He ends up in the Deadlands, and the first page describes the Deadlands as so. A horrible nightmare world full of zombies and symbiotes, and zombie symbiotes. So so the entire world is populated with with undead versions of heroes and villains, and bloodthirsty symbiotes at every which way trying to infect and take over Logan's body. So Logan, he's been fighting for like maybe days or weeks straight. Because he, he's just talking to himself. He's, he's beyond tired. He says he's, he's lost track of time of how much or how long he's been fighting. 
Like, you just see zombie green goblins and zombie electros and zombie Kraven just keep getting up and attacking him. And he's just not getting a break because the symbiotes are trying to infect him as well. So, he... Dude, fucking everyone is after Logan. Everyone! It's like, she's... Ugh, it's just... He doesn't deserve it. I don't know. I don't know what he's, what he's doing. But he's been fighting for days and he leaps across his cavern or this chasm and runs to his cave and he meets up with She-Hulk and apparently this prison world the uh, the Deadlands was made just for her so for some reason She-Hulk pissed off Doom and now she can't get out and even with her superhuman powers she can't get out herself Logan's trying to figure it out and he's like no we can make it out together there has to be a way and then the symbiotes and the zombies start attacking again. He's on the ropes. Logan's about to die. Uh, or just about to be really, really fucked up. And then She-Hulk, she grabs him. And she jumps onto the wall and starts leaping. And the walls are too high for her to make it out. I mean, she's tried hundreds of times. But in order for Logan to live, she fastball specials him over the wall. And then... He crashes, he goes unconscious, and he wakes back up, and he wakes up in the world of, um, of New York City, and he sees the Daily Bugle. And this world doesn't look crappy, it, it does not populate with zombies, and it's either really peaceful, or it's completely depopulated. So did she, like, fucking throw him through dimensions? Well, <sighs> well all, I mean, all these... All these different worlds are separated by walls, and the reason why the Thors are so pissed off at Logan and they're trying to chase him is because it's, it's like theoretically impossible to cross borders like that unless you're like a Thor. But old man Logan, he, he just like fuck the rules. He's just he's just climbing over the walls and he's he's traversing to a new world every single issue. And you know, with the help of She-Hulk, you know, he now he he escaped the the nightmare zombie symbiote playhouse. So I'm not sure where this is going now that he ends up in New York City. There's no context of what kind of universe this is. Except that, you know, it's probably Spider-Man's going to show up. But I really enjoy this issue just because, knowing me, I love zombies. And it's just relentless. Like, it's just so gruesome. Uh, Like, Logan just fighting everyone off. And I love the art of the symbiotes. They're portrayed really... I mean, they're they're freaky in general. But the symbiotes here are just... They have that extra oomph of, uh, like, gory creepiness. And I love the fact that they threw in a reference to the Fastball special. Again, uh, the last four issues have been pretty formulaic. It's just Logan hopping across world to world. Uh, I mean, let's, let's be real. I have no idea where this is taking Logan. I mean, he... Well, well maybe, because from what I hear, Old Man Logan's going to be, like, main issue, like, main series now. Yeah. So maybe the world that he finally got to is, like... Marvel Universe. But I think he got to the ultimate Manhattan, which is like in the center of Battle World. Okay. So yeah, I'm not sure where this is going. Um, I kind of want to see a j- epic showdown with him and God Emperor Doom, but we'll see what happens. Um, but I really, I really love the art. It, it's sort of like Mad Max. It's like it's like dialogue light, but it t- but it tells the story a lot more through visuals and pictures and. I enjoy it, so I, I really recommend this issue, especially if you love zombies. Great. Yeah, cool. How about you, Stan? Thank you. Okay, um, so I picked up a couple books this week. The main one that I want to talk about is Godzilla and Hell number two. 
But I want to give a quick special shout out to Batgirl43. I think you should read it because Batgirl fights a tiger. She grabs a tiger and suplexes him in this issue. So please read Batgirl. <laughs> Stan, who would win, Batgirl or Pikachu Libre in a wrestling match? Fucking Batgirl, man. She's just... I mean... Suplex king. Dude, she suplexed a fucking tiger. She will take then, you to Suplex City. And then she was shit-talking the tiger, too. Yeah, she calling him, like, Frosty Flakes or some shit. Like, you fucking, like, talk trash or... Anyway. <laughs> Godzilla in Hell number two. By Bob Eggleton. Now, um... The last issue of God- Godzilla in Hell number one had no dialogue. This one actually has some narration in it. Godzilla in this one goes deeper into hell, and he's basically coming across demon-possessed versions of all the monsters that he usually fights. So he's fighting, like, a demon-possessed Rodan in this one. Gamera, um, Mothra, King Ghidorah. No, I wish. No. He doesn't doesn't fight them all. There's there's just a handful in this one. Well, King Ghidorah. So, no, it's... I didn't even know what the hell you were talking about, guys. This is how you pronounce his name. King Ghidra. Ghidra? King Ghidra. Oh. I, was, I always thought it was Ghidorah. King Ghidra. Oh. Nope. Oh, okay. You I thought, thought that was... too, but then they say it in the movies. King Ghidra. Huh. There you go. Anyway, so, this issue is notable because every panel is a painting. And this is the first time a Godzilla book has ever had a full, fully painted issue. And so it's it's really beautiful. And he's in hell, but they somehow managed to make, you know, Eggleton somehow managed to make hell, like, really beautiful. And, yeah, there's um, a lot of varied locations where Godzilla's fighting. There's, the, there's a standard version of hell that's very fiery. Then he goes into sort of a, an icy version of hell. And then he ends up in a, a very watery, like, endless, endless ocean kind of hell. And each time he's fighting a different monster that's been possessed by a demon. And the art's, like, really good. It's some of the best art I've ever seen for Godzilla in general. And um, the sto- the dialogue, well, it's not really dialogue. The narration sort of gives you more context to why Godzilla is here. It's essentially, the story is pretty simple. He's, he's going deeper into hell. So every issue is a journey that Godzilla's taking deeper through the torment of hell. And in this one, he's sort of facing demons from his past, sort of, in different contexts. Um, and a bit of an... In- they give some interesting um, backstory to why Godzilla is there. And apparently, um, according to the narration, spoiler um, King Ghidra basically put Godzilla down. The reason why he's in hell is King Ghidra killed him, more or less. No. So he got, the, he got the better of Godzilla, and Godzilla's, like, fighting his way back out, or through, or whatever... And he fights a, a demon version of King Ghidra, and he actually beats Godzilla in this issue. So he gets, he kind of gets fucked up, and that's where the issue kind of ends. Um, it's kind of a short issue. I wish the fights were a bit longer. I wish they they maybe cut one or two of the monsters out to give more room for fighting. The fight scenes are generally a page or two at most, and it's usually just Godzilla picks a guy up and he tosses him. Godzilla shoots a beam out of his mouth, you know. But well, he, maybe it wanted to show you like how strong Godzilla is compared to the other monsters before showing you like him getting his ass whooped. So like him squashing the monsters and then, and then like jobbing the King Ghidra. Basically. Yeah, like pretty much just showing how powerful 
King Ghidra is. I get that. It, my, you know, it's it's a four dollar book, and and it's kind of sparse in the story department. But the art's really amazing in this issue. It's, it's it looks really nice. It's really good art. It's all pa- it's all painted, and they give you um, they give you some making of stuff, and you kind of get the a couple of pages where you see some sketches from the book, and you you have the artist slash writer sort of tell you what a vi- what his inspirations were for this issue and. It's kind of stuff that you usually only get in like a trade, like a graphic novel. You'll get the, the bonus pages in the back. So it's nice to have it included in this issue, too. And, yeah, it's it's good. If you like Godzilla and you want to see him go through some shit, it's basically the same thing as issue one. Because he, he's going through some shit, he's fighting, and he's trying to overcome hell. And it's story light, but it, I feel it makes up for it in content and art and concept. So, yeah. Godzilla in hell. Read it. Is Godzilla having a worse day than Logan? He's having a pretty good day in hell, I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> until the end. Like, he's kind of just having, he's like having a tour, you know? Like, it, it, it sucks, but like, for, in this, in the first issue, he's kind of having a harder time, right? In this one, he's kind of like, here I am. You know, fuck Rodan. You know, he, here I am. You know, fuck, fuck this guy over here. What's his name? Um... Angirius, you know, fuck this water monster, and oh shit, it's King Ghidra. Holy shit, this guy's back. And the interesting thing about this book, besides the reason for Godzilla being in hell, is throughout the entire issue, it calls Godzilla Leviathan, which is like, you know, he's like a, kind of like a Bible guy, Leviathan, I don't know. It's important, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm just saying that they call him the Leviathan, which is fucking cool. Leviathan Godzilla fights Demon Rodan, or something like that. That's what the narration basically says. Um, I want this as an animated series or a movie. Yeah, it'd be cool. That'd be great. I'm I'm just interested to see where this goes from here, you know, because you know he he's gone through the um, the regular stuff and now he's fighting guys from his past, and I just want to see where he goes next. Personally, I'd like to see more um, original monsters, like that weird, toothy, crazy Godzilla doppelganger. Oh my god, issue. that was like Godzilla meets John Carpenter's The Thing. I love yeah, that. Yeah, basically. Which is like, yeah, I want. Ugh, so good. He's in hell, so I want to see more of that. So that's that's another thing that kind of got on my, not I wouldn't say got on my nerves, but I was kind of like disappointed because it, it's cool seeing him fight Rodan and and face off with King Ghidra, but I want to see more original monsters from hell. You know, it's like crazy shit that Godzilla's never faced before. And so, but all in all, it's a good issue. I'm I'm still interested to see where the series goes. So yeah, awesome. So go out there and grab some Godzilla in hell. And Batgirl, because she fights a tiger. Suplex. And great. All right. She fights more than one tiger. I think it's like two or three. There's so Seriously? many tigers. I That's don't know awesome. what's going yeah. on. Yeah. How many tigers? Like it's seven like, tigers. Eight? It's like it's like a super villain who are like her power is that she can control tigers or some shit, which is crazy. But that, but she's not even in the issue till the end. She's not in the issue till the end, but so the whole issue is just Batgirl versus tigers. Tigers are attacking and murdering people, and Batgirl has to stop them. That's <laughs> fucking Batgirl, and that's why you should read it. And that's why I didn't take ten minutes to explain Batgirl because that's all you need to know is that she's fighting fucking tigers, and she doesn't kill any tigers. She doesn't hurt any tigers. She just puts them. She puts them like in their place. She's like, she I'm gonna just like you. Yeah, she like she suplexes a tiger and locks it in a, in a door in like a, a like a like an office. If you're like scared of like the implications of Batgirl like <laughs> fucking up endangered species, <laughs> this is a comic. 
people, don't be so worried. They're not real. PETA, it's okay. Put down the phone. They're not endorsing this. I don't think you can go in the real world and actually suplex a tiger unless you're Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I feel like this would have been a perfect time to just... John Cena! So what's the funniest John Cena meme have you seen? Uh, the one I've seen uh, is, is the one where it's Dragon Ball Z and Goku. He's about to step out of the Cell games to let Gohan in, but instead of Gohan, it's... Oh, here's the next fighter. He's my son. And it's like, John Cena! And it's like, I I laughed. I died. My favorite one is also a Dragon Ball Z one, but a different one. Mm -hmm. It's where uh, Goku's going through all the stages of a Super Saiyan to to Boo. And (laughs) instead of Super Saiyan 3, he's John Cena. (laughs) John Cena. Just like, and this is John Cena! Stan, do you have anything to contribute to the class? John Cena's life. John Cena. <laughs> Do you actually like John Cena? No! I went through my whole... Like, I stopped watching wrestling because I hated John Cena for so long. Really? Yeah, like, I hated him, man. Shit, don't even get me started on John Cena. Who's your favorite wrestler? Right now or of all time? Of all time. Right now. Shit. Oh. I know of all time. <laughs> who's, of, who's of all time? Who do you know? I feel like Macho Man. Okay, that's... You're getting... You're, yeah, it's pretty close. You're, <laughs> you're pretty close. I would say Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, all time. I feel like I knew that one. And also too. Undertaker. For me, I love the Undertaker. for me, it's Undertaker and the Ultimate Warrior. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go presently, probably um, Kevin Owens. For me, it would probably be, uh, well, not presently of all time, it would probably be Undertaker and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that was a much huge better fan than his brother Jeff Matt Hardy. Hardy. I don't like Matt Hardy. No one likes Matt Hardy. I don't know why. Because <laughs> he's, he's a doofus. He's a douche. <laughs> that too. And he started teaming up with Rey Mysterio. That was just fucking weird. I don't like Rey Mysterio. Neither do I. Yeah. Do you like Rey Mysterio, Chris? <laughs> I don't, I don't watch like, wrestling nowadays. I don't have any... SMP, your SMP. number one wrestling podcast. I could turn it into that. I could if I wanted to. I can't. I don't know shit about wrestling. I, know I, used, to, I used to watch wrestling back in the day. When I had them on, like, VHS, I had, like, the episode where Kane burned his face. That was, that oh, was pretty Kane. awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I have a lot of cool it. ones on VHS. Yeah. There's a lot of cool present wrestlers. Well, some of them aren't, like, Daniel, Daniel Bryan was, like, a big favorite of mine recently. I, I now, I, I have a newfound love for Stardust, just because yeah. oh, of the yeah, whole, we had like, hatred with Stephen Amell. <laughs> Wait, so did he, he got his ass whooped. His... Did he wait? Did he show up in his Green Arrow costume? I heard rumors that Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. Yeah. Yeah, he walked out in his Green Arrow costume. Oh, did he fight in it though? Like, no, no, he took it, he off. took it off. Oh, he, what? It was like um, it was like the top with like the vest and the hood, and then he took it off when he got to the ring. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He he honestly got his ass whooped by Stardust, but in the end they won. Yeah. Like what about uh, John Stewart and John St- John Cena? Did you see that? I don't know. I didn't. I oh, only okay. watched Stephen Amell's he, match. John Stewart did like a heel turn on John Cena and like hit him with a chair at the end of the match and cost him the match. What? Yeah, it was great. It was so awesome. I don't know. I'm buying SummerSlam just for Stephen Amell. And I might buy WWE 2K16 for I'm, Stephen Amell. I'm, I'm very close to wanting 16. I haven't played a wrestling game in, in a few years. but Well, 2015 sucked. There were, there were people who literally sold their game the day they got it. Man, it's bad. 
I I used to buy every wrestling game every single year. Then I stopped probably 2012. I haven't bought one since, but I might have to go back for 16 because it has it has um, Kevin Owens, which is one of my current favorites. It's got Steve Austin on the cover. You know Macho Man got to be in there because he's in there every year now. You got um, Danny Bryan. You got I'm gonna turn this into the fucking wrestling podcast. <laughs> I might as well move on. It's alright. We'll, we'll cut the audio and we'll paste it to a brand new podcast just for you, Stan. <laughs> alright, um... Sami Zayn is fucking cool, you know. Ole, 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 ole. Okay, we can move on. We gotta move on. Cause no, on a Mexican podcast. <laughs> no, that's what, they, that's what they sing because it used to be El Generico. Let's, let's, now let's talk about our favorite Mexican food. I like quesadillas. I like burritos. And I recently Sucking had enchilada for the first time. What? For the first time? Yeah, I never had an enchilada before. Enchiladas are fucking amazing. They're, they're, they're right. Listen, I, I like love, chimichangas. I love Mexican food. Mexican food is Mexican life. food is my favorite. Super Nerd Pals, your number one Mexican food podcast. Yeah. <laughs> ole, 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 ole. Ole. Alright, um, so to top it off with special topics... Stan and I are very excited for this Tuesday because our most anticipated video games are coming out. So, Stan, you're excited for uh, Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. V has come to... Or five. Five has come to... Two. And I'm It's really a V excited. for victory, bitch. Oh, there you go. V for victory. You win. <laughs> Perfect. Yatta. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm really excited for Mad Max. So. Tiger! <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Tiger! To go on a tangent, have you ever seen um, this Jackie Chan movie called, I think it's called like City Hunter? Or City no. Fighter? There's this great, there's this great fight, fight the scene. City. <laughs> there's this great fight scene for Jackie Chan and two, uh, two of his buddies... They're, oh, I know what you're talking this, about. Yeah, they run into this arcade. Jackie Chan gets punched in the face. He flies into a Street Fighter arcade machine. It gets electrocuted. And he keeps, like, the entire fight, they keep transforming to different Street Fighter characters. So the guy he's turning, the guy he's fighting turns to, turns into Ken. Jackie Chan turns to Dalsim, Honda. Chun-Li. Chun-Li, yeah. And he, he wrecks... Jackie Chan's Chun Li wrecks the guy's Ken, and it's so amazing. They they use all the original sound effects, and it's so perfect. Chris, you need to link me to this, like yes. after this. Yes. Uh, it's for a YouTube, great scene, for YouTube, we need to make a reaction video of you watching this amazing fight scene. It's just so perfect. So back to video game talk. Um, Stan, how excited are you for Metal Gear Solid? What are you expecting? Just thoughts. Andy can talk about this too, no? Yeah, you're you're yeah. excited for Metal Gear Solid. Hell yeah! All um, right. I heard I heard it was going to be a huge. Well, I already knew this, but it's going to be apparently a, a very big game. And it's going to take a long time to play through because there's so many side ops and things to do. And you also get a free DLC if you well if you have save data of Ground Zeroes, which I do. I definitely do. Yeah. So, um, I didn't. I haven't watched any of the trailers besides the initial reveal. You know, I've been I've been dark, and I know the uh, the launch trailer came out recently, and I haven't seen that one. Either. I haven't seen anything since 
probably the reveal trailer also. I did watch a Did You Know Gaming on Metal Gear Solid Five, which mm-hmm. was very interesting. Yeah. Gave me new perspective, which I didn't know about for, for this game, and that I was probably blind to. But there's There's a bunch of things that I just happened to hear that I wasn't necessarily trying to find information on but you get a, you get like a pet wolf or a pet dog that you can raise you can create your own metal gear like walker type robots and stuff um, it's fucking cool you can you can collect animals like animal crossing and, and make like a little zoo in your on your home base so you can like parachute out bears and stuff and like have bears on your base like hanging it's out it's so cool yeah, you can. Um, oh, I'm so doing that. When you when you like get soldiers or animals out of your base, usually you do it with like a Fulton system. Like you put- I have a feeling now that you tell me this, I have a feeling there's gonna be a trophy to collect two of each animal. <laughs> like Noah? Yeah, I I fucking I fucking know it, and I'm calling it right now. Like there's gonna be that trophy. So it's like. You can you can get them out of there by putting them on the helicopter or full, doing like the Fulton system, which you put like a balloon on them, they'll like fly off. But you can also use your R and D base, like because you'll have it's a little bit like Peace Walker that you can have different um, different like there's um, kitchen staff, there's R and D, there's combat like people were assigned like the combat division, and in Peace Walker it was kind of like a bunch of menus with lists and stuff. In this game, you can actually explore your base and build out your base and you can, like, you could visit everything that's in your base. Like, all the animals you captured. Oh, that's fucking awesome. All the soldiers you picked up. And through, like, R&D, you can actually upgrade the balloon system to actual, like, wormholes. So, like, a portal will open up in the sky <laughs> and you'll just start throwing, like, soldiers and animals into the fucking <laughs> portal to get them to your base. And there's something else called, like, the... Hand of Jehudi. I don't know if you ever played um, Zone of the Enders, Hideo Kojima's other game. The giant robot's called Jehudi or whatever. And so you do that, and Snake can do, like, Scorpion. Like, he'll, like, grab someone from across the map and pull him to him with this hand that's, like, it'll, it'll, like, grab him and, like, teleport him right in front of Snake so you can, like, do something. Oh, because Snake has a robotic arm in this game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. like, it, if you upgrade it, you'll be able to, like, grab people and then, like, teleport them to you in front of your what? face. So you can, like, knock them out or whatever. It's fucking and so good. You, you can, like, upgrade your cardboard box because, you know, Snake hides in the cardboard box. You can upgrade it to, to be, like, um, like a trap box. So you, like, leave it and a guard will think it's you. They'll pick it up and it'll, like, explode or, like, it'll knock them out. So there's, like, so many different things you can do in this game. I heard so a lot excited. of, like, reasons on why uh, Hideo Kojima left... Konami, and it was because there were like little obscure things that Kojima wanted to put in this game that like Konami fought with him like to do it or not. I know one of the examples is that like uh, I don't know if they actually put it in the game, but there was this one where you can like make a horse shit on command, and you can use that to to like put in the middle of a road and have a car like spin out. No way. I took it out. No, um so I didn't know if they put it in or not, but it's stuff like that, which is why Konami was like, Alright, you don't need it in this game. Like you you're fucking done with the game. Why do you keep adding to it? Because it's fucking awesome. And like stupid shit like that is why I love Metal Gear games. Because you can do weird shit like that. Yeah, because you can have the serious narrative and you can also do shit like throw people into portals and like 
Another thing about the game that I, I heard is that you can have other players try to invade your base and like steal shit from you or like attack you. So just like imagine like So like having... a Bloodborne or Dark Souls kind of invasion system? Yeah, something and like that. it's multiplayer too. Yeah, there's an online component where you play online, but that's coming later and it's it's going to be like, you know, multiplayer like Team, team. I know you and I are going to be on that shit. We're all going to be on that shit. I'm yeah. going to make Chris buy the game so he can ah, be on I want to pick shit. it up. There you go. That'd be good. I want to be busy with Mad Max for a little bit, but um, yeah, yeah, Metal Gear. It's going to be good. So just imagine you have like, because you you're, you can build like a forward base and then people can invade that forward base or you can invade other people's. Just imagine somebody walking in and there's like, I don't know, animals waiting for them <laughs> or something. Just a bunch of chickens. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, I'm going to invade this guy's thing, and it's just like chickens. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do with all these chickens? I don't want to steal this guy's chickens, and then he just leaves. Just reminds me of that meme. Look at all these chickens! Chickens, That's what the person's going to say at my base. That's it. I'd be cool if you could protect your base whatever the fuck you want. Like, put, like, wolves in there or bears. Wait, with these animals, can you strap weapons onto them? Or <laughs> I don't know, but I want to find out. Because I, I just want, you know... Like Soviet attack bears from Red Alert Three, uh, <laughs> <laughs> except you know, just strap on like tank, like tank buster armor and and turrets, and I just want wolves with like sonic cannons that tra- tra- strapped to the heads. It's gonna be so cool. I want sharks with laser beams attached <laughs> to their heads. Yeah. Man, that. I can't wait for this game. I'm comes out on Tuesday. I'm definitely going to be talking about this next I'm week. I'm pretty sure that it's going to be one of the best games of the year. I'm not sure if it's going to be better than Fallout 4. I don't know who's going to win at, in the end. but Well, when is game of the year? Does Fallout come We, choo- we decide the game of the year. Alright. That's what we're doing. I don't care what everyone else says. We're going to discuss game of the year. It's going to be an episode. We're going to go. We're going to do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm really excited for Mad Max. You know, I feel like as popular as it has been since Fury Road, I feel like it's going to be definitely outsold by uh, Metal Gear Solid. But I don't care. Uh, I'm loyal to the brand, so I'm really excited for it. And it's also coming out the same day as the as the, the Blu-ray DVD version, which I'm really excited about. When, oh, when, that comes out on the first two? Yeah. Yeah. Fury Road comes out on Blu-ray on the first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 already been available for digital for like at least a week or two weeks, but uh, I gotta get it for Blu-ray. I'm really pissed off at Australia, but not. I mean, <laughs> the whole the whole <laughs> continent of Australia. I I get envious is the better word because they have this super special collector's edition where it comes with this really cool box, uh, like a a steel a steel book. The copy of the game, a copy of the movie in Blu-ray, all the DLC that that's supposed to come out so far. That sounds it's, like that sounds like the Watchmen game when that shit came out. It came out with a it came out physical copy with the director's cut Blu-ray of the Watchmen, with like extra DLC and like all this other shit. I mean, I just really disappointed that it's only available in Australia. It also includes like a, a license plate. And this special DLC is like a hood ornament that full of skulls, and you attach it to your car, and then it just it gives you like extra ramming power. Uh, I was like, I need it because I need it. Mad Max. I, need, I have, I, I have so much Mad Max memorabilia in the last 
month or two, it's, it's really bad. So I just, I have a problem. I have a real problem. But I'm really excited for this game. Like, the, just like vehicle combat is going to be off the chain. Um, you just, you can ram people. You can install side burners into your car. So you can, you can barbecue enemies right next to you. You have a can harpoon I install, gun. Hmm? Can I install a guy playing the guitar? Unfortunately, no. Which is really <laughs> oh. sad. It's really sad. I, Can you I'm, install I'm, a Soviet attack bear? <laughs> <laughs> yes! That's what we all need. But I'm hoping they do extra DLC so they can, you know, upload new vehicles like the Doof Wagon and Furiosa's War Rig and Immortan Joe's Chariot. That'd be so cool. Um, I'm sure they will. I would be surprised if they didn't. And apparently there's a... I mean, it's completely open world. There's a lot to do. So you can just... You could just drive around and just pick off bandits and buzzards and just steal their parts and destroy their cars. You can. Can you um, actually get out of the car? Yeah, yeah. There, there's, a, there's a. It's not all vehicle combat. Telling me that it's like strict vehicle. No, there's an extensive like on foot like gameplay. In yeah, this game. and their combat system is is like it's really gritty and visceral and brutal. It's it's been getting a lot of comparisons to the Arkham Asylum fighting system or the Arkham games. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And you can also fight in Thunderdome. How cool is that? Badass. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna line up at midnight tomorrow. I'm gonna pick up Mad Max, and um, if I have enough money, I'm gonna pick up Medical Solid. Or I might have to wait until payday to pick up the second copy. But yeah, it's gonna be good. It's, I mean, again, like this fall, there are so many good games. It's ridiculous. You got these two games. You got. Shovel Knight for the physical copy. You got Until Dawn, which came Plague out. Plague Knight DLC coming out for Shovel Knight soon. Whole um, extra like bonus campaign is Plague Knight. Nice. That sounds awesome. For free. For free. Oh, that's all cool. DLC for Sho- Shovel Knight is free. Hell yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you buy the game, you get all the all the future expansions for it for free. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah, Shovel Knight does that, and The Witcher does that. With The Witcher, you get 16 pieces of free DLC. That's so cool. More people should do that. Yeah. Any other thoughts or final? Um, do you, Do you think Mad Max is gonna be good? Like, cause I haven't heard, I haven't seen much marketing for it besides the the usual. You know. Um. I mean, they've been Warner Brothers has been doing a lot of collaboration with like with uh, independent artists and YouTubers. They've been releasing a lot of trailers in the last two or three weeks. There's been a video with the. The YouTube graphic arts team, Corridor Digital, and these guys are really popular on YouTube, so they made one for Mad Max. Another popular YouTuber by the name of Devin Supertramp, he's really well known for the live action Assassin's Creed parkour videos, as well as just really insane high adventure stuff. So they, they made this utterly amazing go kart slash paintball video where using a lot of drone cinematography. Where everyone was dressed up as Mad Max type uh, villains, and they're chasing a, a con- they're chasing a war rig, and they're, they're they're just firing at each other with paintball guns, and they're jumping onto the onto the, each other's cars, and it's so epic. I just wrote an article yesterday. Warner Brothers hired two graffiti artists to paint Mad Max promo art from the game onto cars but they they did it all with dust like they, they covered two vehicles in, in dust and they just like 
uh, scrawled it out to make uh, pictures of uh, Mad Max and the Billet Farmer's uh, vehicle from the movie. And I know there was another trailer that came out like two weeks ago where it was like a pick your own adventure Mad Max commercial. So they've been doing quite a lot of PR. I mean, again, I, I feel like uh, even though there's been a really huge resurgence in love for the Mad Max franchise because of the movie, I, I don't, you know, I guess it's just coming down to like bad timing because I think the sales are just going to be completely blown out of the water by Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I don't know why they released it on the same day as Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah, when I found that out, I initially thought that it was like a horrible idea. Yeah, it's not good. I still want to play it, and I, still, I feel like if if you say it's good, Chris, I'm, I'm still going to play it eventually, just Metal Gear. Metal Gear. I got I got to finish the fight. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, like, I haven't played a Metal Gear game in a really long time. I haven't played it since um, Gun of the Patriots, so I'm really far behind. Um, so I feel really like a fish out of water when it comes to, like, all the lore. I mean, but I'm really excited really for this game. Was, I'm sorry? I've only really missed Peace Walker and Ground Zeroes. That's really it. And I, I didn't really finish Peace Walker. They give you all the information you need to know in Ground Zeroes, and Ground Zeroes takes like an hour or two to finish. So I just I want actually, my Soviet attack Since tears. I'm off tomorrow, since I'm off tomorrow, I might actually play through Ground Zeroes one more time. I did that. Just, on, yeah, I did that uh, the other day. Just to give myself some extra hype and like you know and there's so much plot detail that I missed and really? that, that I caught this time around like playing through Ground Zeroes again yeah just you stop you listen you hear the cassette tapes and it's like oh okay I, I kind of get where this is going so. I thought it was really funny that uh, the patches that you like the collectibles that one of them is like in your pocket the whole time yeah <laughs> it's like on your back or something yeah it's like stuck in your pants yeah <laughs> so obscure <laughs> Alright guys, you want to talk about Fear the Walking Dead and we can get out of here? Yeah. Because cool. I didn't see it, so... That's fine. It's, so it's, last, it's available on the AMC website. You can still watch it. Last weekend, Fear the Walking Dead came out. For anybody who's watching it, to see more like zombies and action, you're watching the wrong show. Just straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is more of like a... I don't know, kind of like a dramatic show, I guess? There's some action. Um, they show zombies here and there, but it's not, like, loaded with zombies. There's not, like, crazy zombie kills like The Walking Dead. There's no um, giant hordes. They're just brief glimpses. Yeah, yeah and then, um, like, I, I really liked the episode. I enjoyed it because I knew what it was going to be before I jumped into it. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't going to be, like, an action yeah. horror thing like The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's... The episode is... It's trying to play on your fears and tensions because we all know what's going to happen eventually. So it the show takes a lot of time and effort to set up like mini scares or mini like or like, lots of anxiety. There's like so many of those type of moments in the, in the film. Like um, they're they're mentioning how more kids each day are getting sick. At the beginning, there was a kid who had a knife. He brought it to school. He was saying, like, oh, no one's going to go into college anymore. Uh, all these events around the country are connected somehow. Or the fact that the dad, he was doing a lecture about 
survival. Like, how do you, why do you make a fire? Uh, why do you make a fire to survive? You know, and man versus nature and that kind of stuff. So, um, which I can appreciate, but I felt like it got a little bit old quickly. I don't know. That's just me. Well, it's it's also the pilot episode. So, I mean. Check out the next two episodes. The next episode looked really good from yeah. what I saw in the trailer. Oh no, I, I enjoyed it. I just like I just it's just there it, to me it seemed like what they're trying to do is a little bit in your face, but I mean, again. But then again, like, like you said before, that's the that's the whole tone of the show, just to set up like the slow Yeah, burn. the whole um they they had pretty much said that like this show is pretty much gonna be a slow burn because I mean, they're pretty much gonna play out an entire scenario of how a zombie outbreak would happen. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is how the government would handle it. This is how, like, what will happen to cities if that has ever occurred. Like, that's pretty much the point of the show. It's to show you step by step of how shit happened and shit went down. Yeah. But, um, oh, no, I enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to tonight's episode. And, they also uh, showed very quickly, they also showed very quickly... That uh, that everyone's been infected with this disease since the start. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's screwed. Because Yay! yeah, because spoiler alert: a character dies and he becomes a zombie immediately. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the actors? I really like the dad, and I really like the the kid. I was like, was this Nick the guy, the druggie? The, the junkie? Guy? Yeah. Yeah, I like him. He's yeah, cool. I really like him. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite characters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like the dad. Oh, really? The actor's pretty good, but um, just the the role he's playing, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what do you like about the role? I don't know. I feel like he's uh, kind of like a wannabe Rick. Oh, it's like it's yeah. trying too hard to be Rick, and it's mm-hmm. like don't don't do that. Just go for someone else. Go for something original. And the way that they portrayed him in the beginning, like way before you found out he was a teacher, mm-hmm. I initially thought he was going to be another cop. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't get that vibe. Uh, he he seemed more like white collar than like than anything. He did, but like once he found out that like Nick was in the hospital because of drugs, he was like, "Where'd you get the drugs?" And like he was very like. Oh, then he. I don't he know. Ve- like then he investigated the church. And it's like <laughs> it's not even his kid. Which is the crazy thing. It's not even his stepkid. It's his girlfriend's kid. Yeah. So it's like... So I was just like... I got the whole cop vibe from him. And then in the church, he was holding like... One of those police flashlights. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of like led me to believe he was a cop. But they got me. He's a teacher. got you. Yeah, like my favorite character is Nick. I think he's... I think they casted him really well. And I find it interesting how there's like a... a a bit of foils between um, how we get introduced into the into both shows, like with the regular Walking Dead series, you get introduced to the world through Rick, who's a sort of man out of time character. He's been out of commission through a coma, and then once we, once like the first ten minutes of the show or the original episode one is f- finished up, um, like shit's already going down and. We're going on this ride with Rick, trying to figure out what's happening, and I like how with Nick, with him being a, a junkie and a burnout, and how he's repeatedly broken the trust of his friends and family before, 
he's this seemingly unreliable narrator, and no one believes him, uh, which gives the show more tension because we all we all know what's going on, and and so many people, or like in like or like in every zombie movie ever, no, it's like no one has ever seen a zombie movie before. It's like, oh yeah, it's it's drugs, it's something else. It can't be this or. I really like that, and then um, like we said before, when the when uh, what's his name doesn't inspect the uh, the church, he sees the blood and he immediately tells his girlfriend about what he saw in the church, and she was like, "Well, what do you expect if all the junkies are hanging out there?" So it's like it's like you see something that's insane, and they already think that it's just because that's the junkie hangout, so yeah. shit happens there. And I really dig Nick because there was this one. I think that was probably one of my most favorite scenes in the movie where um, Nick is having a heart to heart talk with his dad or with uh, the stepdad, and he's like, "I I know what I saw. I never had a drug trip that went that bad. So if it wasn't the drugs, it must have been me. It must have been me going crazy, and I don't want to be crazy. And you just see like the dad with that." pain look on his face like he just he just feels for his son and I, I thought that was a really powerful moment um, uh, what I really like that they do in the first episode is they establish Nick and like what he looks like and as the show progresses over the next like few days you see like the transformation of how he was to how he is now and he's like very pale he's like creeped out he's always like looking around and like very paranoid it's crazy mm-hmm. it just shows like how this is mentally affecting Nick and how he thinks he's going insane I really like it yeah so yeah um any thoughts uh, I mean the second episode is already playing right about now anyway but any thoughts starts here? in four minutes oh four minutes oh there you go <laughs> we, should, we should wrap this up soon but uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see um, where this leads. Hopefully, they, hopefully this show kind of will, will have like a crossover thing or some reference in the, in the main series or maybe one of the well, Telltale games. I would like to see so that. So this is this is my thought. I think that this they're gonna have the same idea as Rick's group to go to Washington. I feel like this show is gonna do like the lead up into Washington, but. Fear the Walking Dead's group is going to be in Washington way before the Walking Dead's group. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the people from Fear the Walking Dead is pretty much going to help build where they are now. And help like pretty much establish Alexandria. And like so it gives you a little backstory of Alexandria. And I feel like like as group or Rick's group is approaching or like, you know, whatever, that like this cast is going to die. Yeah. And that's it. That's, that the, end really game. that's cool. the end game for you? Yeah, that's all end right. game for me. All right, cool, cool, cool. End game for me is kill everyone. Kill everyone. Kill them all. And then salt the earth. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I wouldn't want to be in the zombie apocalypse with you. Salt his land. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I sneak into Rick's prison. I, I burn all the crops and salt the land. <laughs> and salt the land. <laughs> there you go. You are a fucked up individual. I know. My parents would be so proud. Salt in my land. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Any last thoughts? That's all I got. Sweet. Nope. Alright, that was episode 31 of Super Nerd Pals. 
And if you liked this episode and you enjoyed it and you like what we do, please like, rate, subscribe, share. And most of all, just tell your friends about it. You know, force them to, to listen to it. We're awesome. Uh, the podcast, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And you can or tweet at us at SuperNerdPals. And you can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. And you can find Stan on Twitter at Stan Doom. Doom! Doom! And you can find Andy on Twitter at SweetJustice1. That's O-N-E. SweetJustice1. Alright, guys. Thank you. Go on our website. Oh, yes, that's right. We have that now. SuperNerdPals.com. Facebook group, join it. Facebook.com slash group slash super nerd pals. <laughs> Do it! We also have an Instagram, uh, so if you want to check it out, you know, it's super nerd pals. Uh, Instagram.com slash super nerd pals. And if you want to connect to us, get a, you know, talk to us on Twitter, you can use hashtag salty earth. Salty salt earth. <laughs> salt hashtag salty earth. Make it trending, guys. <laughs> we believe in you. So, everyone, have a good night, and you know, see you next week. Thank you. Later.